Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Happy, happy, fabulous Friday to everybody. I am Loretta McNary, hosting Loretta McNary Live. And today we have, for the first time, we actually, since we've been doing the show, we actually have our first husband and wife, pastor and first lady, apostle and prophetess, um, Joseph and Cynthia McCann with us today. So I'm excited that we're making history on the show. This is the first time that we've had both team members. Um, here with us, and let me tell you a little about them before I bring them on. If everybody, please call your friends and family. You're welcome to listen in because I am sure, I am very, very sorry. I'm I'm sure something will be said to just inspire you and hopefully maybe something will be said that comparing some things that you have put up in prayer to our gracious Father God. So everybody help me welcome Apostle Joseph McKinney and Prophetess Cynthia McKinney to Loretta McNary show. Thank you. Hi guys. Hello. And I gotta read this bio because um your child the name of your children it is so beautiful. I'll get to that part in a minute. <laughs> and I was like, okay, if they have any more babies, where are they going to get the other names from? That's the other second thought I had. <laughs> so I um, want everybody to know that um, Apostle and Prophetess McKinney are very passionate, loving, encouraging, and faithful. Those are just a few characteristics of Apostle Joseph McKinney and Prophetess Cynthia McKinney, who are the founders of Greater Works Deliverance Ministries Incorporated, located in Carryville, Tennessee. Apostle Apostle and Prophetess McKinney have been happily married for 18 years and are the proud, blessed parents to Jonesha, Joseph Jr., Josiah, Jeremiah, Jaden and Jada. They have a heart to serve the kingdom and their community. They have founded many outreach programs for the youth and leaders of the men's and women's departments, both by speakers and sought after to speak at engagements across the country. They are committed to the ministry and children of God. Greater Works Deliverance Ministry Incorporated will celebrate its ninth anniversary this year. Yay, and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, so this is almost like court. Now you may have your opening statement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was silly goose. I just like to have fun but get my message out at the same time. <laughs> okay, Apostle, okay, well, you're the head of the household. You can go first. Okay. Well, I, I'm just we're, we're excited uh, again. Uh, we um, I'm a very proud uh, father. And uh, a husband and a pastor, and but yes, we we've been in uh, ministry for nine years, and it has been exciting seeing souls uh, delivered, set free, saved, and we have a heart to just reach uh, that mission and go go into all. And I've seen God transform to a worship, and that's just exciting. That transformation when you see people. Change the 
the before and after also, you know, and uh, and they just have the genuine love for God and they just going forth. So we 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 excited and and we try to have that balance even in our home as well because one thing I did said that I, 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 it's it's kind of hard for me to stay still and lose my garden at home. So mm. you know, so we got I'm really I've seen a, a lot of PKs uh, that have uh, lost. They don't have a bad appetite to a ministry. They love God and they go on excited. Okay, um, Pastor, I think, do you are you on your speakerphone? Because there's some feedback, and I really want everybody to hear what you're saying. Okay, okay, let me check this now. Yeah, no, check no, that no. out for us. Okay. Yeah, because there was, and I want people to hear what you're saying because you said some things that were so dynamic, and I wanna, I'm gonna ask you about them after you finish. But when you said something about you can't be over here doing this and then um, mess up your garden that you have at home, that was so profound to me, because people seem to forget that our homes, our families are supposed to be our first ministry. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right, and 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 that and that's the thing that I won't be. Six beautiful children, and I look at them, and 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 um, I, so when that uh, we have a heart, and we do have a heart for ministry, and you can get caught up in the field, but at home, you know, the home packing, uh, the son does not have, you know, does not see his dad as much, and so you can, there's a, there's a possibility that you can save the field and lose. Lose your guard. Mm. So we we really uh, spend time with our kids, and and uh, and that's our first ministry. Like our first ministry is at home. Uh, that's our first ministry. We start at home, and it's hypocritical to uh, uh, to uh, go to the church and preach something that that's not working at home. It should be the sermon in our they see the sermon in our home. And so, and we just enough for that because um, my boys—they they are boys. My daughter, she, she's just a typical lady, and uh, she go through the. Okay, we, we still. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I just want this to be a quality show because I'm hoping that you know I don't I don't know who's listening, and there may be something being said that's just for them. So can we? I don't know if you and um, Prophetess are close by on the cell phone calling into the same station. Sometimes it causes feedback, so I don't know how to ask you to. Um, are you on a landline or your cell phone? Well, I'm, what I'm gonna do? I, I think we're in the same room. We probably need to go to the uh, room. Yeah, let's see if that works. Or either you can call in on your landline, and and she can stay on her cell phone. Okay. Okay. Let me try that. Okay, yeah, because I, I know, you know, you guys can feed off each other if you're in the same room. Okay. That unspoken language that couples have. <laughs> and I got to tell you, we already have the phone lines are lit up for you guys already. I don't know if these people want to comment or they're just listening, but I will go to the phone line after we hear from our first lady, hear her opening statement. How about that? Are you ready for me now? <laughs> I am, yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I am Prophet McKinney. Um, 
I serve alongside Apostle in ministry as co-pastor of our church, and um, it's an awesome job. It's a life-changing experience, mm. but it's a good experience. And so, you know, we're celebrating nine years of ministry on this year, and so that's a big celebration for us. We've gone through many transitions, and I'm, I celebrate because of all the transition. We still hold on to each other. And so oh, that's, that's the one thing in ministry that I'm, I celebrate the fact that he he um, he he's really in, he's passionate concerning his family, and that's mm-hmm. an awesome thing because so many times people get lost in the shuffle, and families get lost in the shuffle. But um, the Lord has gifted the man of God to have that balance, and he's very passionate concerning his family, and concerning his marriage, and concerning um, you know his home first. And our first work starts at home. And so that's, you know, even for me being called into ministry, you know, I have to minister within my own house first. So we're excited about that. And then the things that the Lord um, is pushing us to in ministry, we're excited, preparing to build um, a church on this year. And so we're really excited. Oh, yeah, we're really excited about that, about the doors that the Lord is opening for our ministry. And um, there's there's a lot going on right there in the city of Collierville and, and we're just trying to, you know, get the word out, you know, that we're a church that we're there, and we're there for the community. So we have some community events that are coming up, and we're prepping for those and excited. The people are excited about getting out and walking the streets and and um, <laughs> having the opportunity to shake hands and love on those that are right there within our community that needs that love, that needs to know that somebody is there for them in this season. And so we're excited about what God is doing. I am a mother of six, and... Um, and that's a joy. That's like that. That's my number one thing. There, I I love being a mother to my children first. I love being a mother, so I'm blessed to have six uh, children and four handsome sons and two daughters. And one is away at college, and we're proud of her. You know, she's gone through a lot in ministry, but she yet loved the people of God. So we thank God for that because children see, and you know, but they have that passion for God and that passion for the people of God, and so. We love the Lord for that. So we're excited. We're excited to be on your show today. And um, <laughs> thank you so much for the invite. But we are excited to be a part. Yeah. Of, yeah. I'm excited that you all are um, finally on the show that I'm connecting because I'm telling you, when, uh, you know, Destiny is not only my hairstylist, but she is so dear to me as a friend, as a sister. And mm-hmm. I tell her she she mommies me. She has this mommy spirit, this maternal <laughs> spirit. And I'm old. I'm almost old enough to be her her mom actually. But she she mommies me, and that's the funniest thing. But she's always talking about um, you and um, Pastor McKinney and telling you know inviting me out and telling me you all, you all are always doing something from a women's conference to um, these meetings yeah. on Wednesday nights and doing stuff in the community. So I've been hearing about you for years. Years, and I said, like, i got to meet them. So yeah. I want to um, take the time. Tell us some of the things that are coming up, because I know you're doing this capital fundraising because you're going to build a church, and as most um, really anointed and gracious leaders, you want to go into this um, debt-free is what I'm hoping and, I, and what yeah. I understand mm-hmm. from what Destiny said. So you're you're doing this to raise funds so that you can be debt-free, and that allows you and frees up monies where you can actually be more of a great and um, awesome community partner. So tell us about some of the things that are coming up. Um, well, tomorrow with, uh, we're taking off with the – we're having a prayer, prayer breakfast in the morning, so a position to prosper um, prayer breakfast, which takes place 
at tomorrow morning. And then, um, but the big thing we have coming up is in, in May. And so during the weekend, the fourth weekend in May, we're preparing for our um, ninth year church anniversary. And so we're mm. starting off with a, a musical on that Friday night with our minister of music, um, Brother Marcus Malone, and he's set up an awesome lineup. He has um, choirs and musicians from all over the city of Memphis that will be there on that Friday night to help us kick off that weekend. And so we're really looking forward to that. Um, he does such an awesome job with um, putting projects together um, like that. He does an awesome job, and they're all people always leave out blessed. Mm, so it's okay. not just a singing. So they can't just come out expecting to be sung to, but you have to be prepared to be ministered to because before you leave that place, you will be blessed. And um, so that all takes place on that Friday night at um, 7 o'clock at the Great Works Church in Collierville. And then on that Saturday, we're having a community picnic, and that's the thing that I'm so excited about is our opportunity to get out and feed the community and talk to the community. And so we're going to have a community picnic in the park that's located behind our church. And we're going to go in there and, and um, just, you know, love on the people. All yeah, right. Yeah. And then we'll come back from that Sunday afternoon. So those are just uh, some things that we have coming up in the month of May. Um, I think in June they're having um, a pageant, like a baby pageant for um, people can display the children, display your babies. And, mm-hmm. and um, so they're having that in June at the church, and it's going to be really, really nice to have a nice setup for that, and they're selling tickets for that. So anybody, it's not just for our babies, but we have it open to the community. Anybody can put their baby in that contest and and um, and make their baby the winner. And so you have All the right. opportunity for your baby at that time. And then for the market, it's also putting together a Rip the Runway, and that is a fashion show for pastors and first ladies and for, like, deacons and those that are, in, you know, in ministry, ministers and their wives and different things. But it's called, and hairstylists are going to be there, and um, they're going to have their thing in the show. They're going to do a little hair show with it as well. And But those that are participating, he's going to have makeup artists there and people that are going to do your hair and get you all ready to rip the runway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another fundraiser. But it, that one is it's going to be really nice. So we're really excited about and there are other things to come, so got to stay tuned in to see what's to come at Greater Works. But, you know, we're we're working. We're working in the city. Oh, we're that excited. is beautiful. And we'll come back to, to that some more. I want to go ahead and go to the phone lines, and then I'm going to um, ask Apostle Joseph to, um, to make some initial comments on how it important it is for us as believers to be super, super involved in the community and how we can, even out of our lack, because some of us think that we, you know, some people think they don't have enough to help, so I want him to speak on that. But I want to go to the phone lines and see if these two are just listening or they actually want to make a comment to you, okay? Phone number to call in is 347-539-5772, 539-5772, and we are going to area code 901-870. Hi, caller. Hello, caller. Did you want to just listen or did you have a comment or a question for our guest? I'm taking the silence to mean they just want to listen. So we're going to go to phone line 901-378. Hi, caller. Hi, how are you? Blessed, as they say. How are you? 
I am awesome. Hello, Prophets and Apostles. How you Hello, doing? Destiny. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> we are too. We are too. <laughs> yes. Oh, Loretta, you finally got an opportunity to speak with them. Well, I am so excited and I'm blessed to be a member of Greater Works Deliverance Ministry. And we have so much going on. Um, yes. We're a part of, we have Team Impact, who is really. We're gonna make a great a great impact into the community. And so I I support my apostle, I support my prophets everywhere they go. And anybody that needs to get our information to any of our events, please do not hesitate to give us a phone call. We'll get the information to you as soon as possible. I tell she is such a cheerleader for you all. You just gotta get ready. And we love these people start coming. Yeah, she is so awesome. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to put yeah. you back on hold so you can continue to listen. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm telling you, she does it everywhere she goes, I promise you. Everybody <laughs> knows. Everybody knows how much she is deeply committed and how much she loves you guys. Okay, is um, Apostle Joseph, are you able to talk to us, ma'am? Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes. So I was wondering if you can kind of share about how important it is for um, us as believers, and especially churches, to really get involved in the communities where they're located. And, to, you know, I want you to elaborate on that, if you agree with that. Yes, yes, I, I agree with it. Um, it. It is so important because we have a lot of people that uh, that does not even go to church. And uh, the only church that some would ever see would be you, uh, would be us, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. you, you, they might not never have make their grand entrance to the church, but the the only um, uh, uh, opportunity that they would see uh, Christ would be you know you. And I remember when we uh, when we first started um, uh, outreach, and uh, I was doing it before we started the ministry. And on every Saturday, I would go out you know in front of my mama's house and and just do outreach on just on the yard by five o'clock every Saturday, and just to see the impact just to see how uh, people respond to that, you know, and it would be people walking by and coming up and and and, uh, and just, I, I think with them, just to know that you care about them and to just share that this simple message, uh, and, and it's, it's a very simple message, Jesus loves you, Jesus mm-hmm. cares about you, and that really, it just, it would really penetrate that heart and, and I've seen lives change. I've seen a uh, drug uh, drug addict or a drunk. I was I, I see them how they respond to that, and 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 really for it, it, it really encouraged me as well uh, to really just see how that really uh, affects a person, and, and and they look forward to that, knowing that somebody care about them. And it's a lot, you know, it's a lot on the street, out on the street. Uh, people feel like that they. I'm not cared for, and and they just feel like that this is my life, and and this is the way it's going to be, you know. And but but to just that good news, the gospel is good news. To give that person good news, hope, and to share the the uh, the, the love of Christ, it it, it really really uh, brings change in people's lives, and and that's and that's what I love. I love ministering to the unchurch, as well as mm-hmm. the church. But I love ministering to the unchurched, and and there's a lot of uh, good deacons out there 
ministers out there, you know, that that's in the making, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so, and, and, and you know, we, we're just excited about it. But it, it's very important that the church leave the four walls. And after being uh, fueled up on Sunday morning, you know, is uh, on next Sunday you should you should have uh, some some uh, some evidence that or have you should have have something that you can you know when you come to church that Sunday morning that you say that hey I've been working this week and I've I've applied that message that I heard last Sunday and 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 you know you know I I just don't want to just you know be concerned about myself but I want to be concerned about others outreach yes ma'am. That's beautiful. I know you said something about the unchurched as well. Those are the people that you want. Um, And I hear people say that all the time, but I wanted to add that and I wanted to see how you thought about it. Not only are the unchurched, to me, the unchurched of anybody who does not go to church, whether you're a Christian, a believer, or unbeliever, if you're not going to church actively or belong to a church, then you are unchurched. Because I think what happens, and you hear it all the time, I'm sure, I, I got hurt in the church or churches are doing this and churches are doing that, so people make these reasons and excuses for not going. So are you reaching out to those people too? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we, we've, um, we in our foundation class, we uh, had different ones to write an essay on some of the reasons why people are not in church. And when I began to hear some of the reasons, I'm like, okay, this is these are the people that we have to prepare ourselves to minister to these type. You know, some has been hurt in church, and some um, there's bizarre reason they have so many different reasons of why they're not going to church. But um, but even in church hurt, it, you know, a lot of times uh, people are uh, they get offended, and when people get offended, they don't talk. Some of them just leave. You know, mm-hmm. they don't reason. When, and 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 so even with that, we understand that offense is a is a lot of reason why people just stop going to church. So we kind of set up our Sunday school class. Uh, we call it SWAT school, and one of our classes is a class that deal with offense. We we deal with yeah. offense, and uh, you know when you you're gonna get offended, or offense is gonna come. The Bible said offense is gonna come. And mm-hmm. so, so in those areas right there, we minister in those areas of offense. You know, being able to read and being able to talk about, you know, you know, you're gonna get hurt, but but you you don't run from it, but you reason. You know, so yeah, so we 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 uh, we're concerned about that, and and people have very reason why they're not in church, and that you know, and a lot of times it's just communicate. A lot of times people yeah. don't want to talk about it. It's just it's it's easy for them to just leave. You know, so. Yeah, so that's that's that, uh, that's good. That's one of my well, let me ask you this: when, um, because you know, in the Bible it says that what shepherd would leave one? I'm paraphrasing. What shepherd would not leave the ninety-nine to go to the one and find yes. that one? So, yes. do you have some kind of um, system in place where if you noticed or somebody's noticing that? Sister Ginger hasn't been here. She was coming, and now she's not coming. Do you all have something in place where you can go and try and see what's going on with her? Maybe she was offended, or maybe um, she's sick. Because I don't hear a lot of outreach like that, you know, and so yeah. I'm, I'm just hoping that people will understand. I mean, Jesus taught us that, that we're supposed to go after that one and find out, and you know, and get them and bring them back. So do you all currently have something like that in place? Yes, ma'am, we do. We have something like that. We we have we have that in places where um where they 
uh, pretty much greater work. No, Apostle McKinney, we had one of our members. Uh, he um, I got caught up for a minute, and he was out, wasn't coming to church. And uh, so what I did, uh, we got the whole, all the, we got a, um, a men's ministry there at Greater Work, and the, the name of his men of Standard. And we all got ready, and we, 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 we had on jeans and white shirt, and we went to his house. <laughs> we went to his house, and we knocked on the door, and, and he opened up the door, and we told him, say, hey, man, we here. we here for you. And we talked with him, and we prayed with him, and, and that brother, he's in church today with an uh, awesome testimony, and, and, you know, he testified about that, uh, how uh, that uh, his his church member, were, they would come in the, in the drug house if necessary, and we will, <laughs> if necessary, we will go into the drug house and get you out of there. <laughs> so, because we under, we understand that uh that the, the devil he comes to steal, he comes to kill, he comes to destroy. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. victim and you know and even victim, you know, uh you you could be serving in church but you yet can be a victim and we understand that. So to be able to just not look at the outward and, and understand why a person is doing that. When a person is delivered and set free they will rejoice, they will shout, they will give, they will be at church on Sunday, you know. So, yes, we, we have that. And uh, we, and I call, I got all, I got their numbers, and different one will call as well. So, yes, ma'am, we, we have that, and, and we're excited. I got to tell you, I've never asked anybody that question, and I almost talked myself out of asking that question. I'm like, that's kind of hard, right? Because what I do, I, I never script. I never know what I'm going to say till I say it, and that's yeah. in personal conversations too, and definitely when I'm hosting. So uh, I, I feel like I was led since you had such an amazing, blessed answer to tell me about that, um, an actual true scenario where you all went out and help you know bring somebody back. You you probably will never know what that meant to him because I'm sure words cannot express to see his pastor and then other people coming loving him enough to take the time out to come to him and see what was going on without any condemnation, just brotherly love. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now I see why I asked that question to to be yeah. able to share that. <laughs> yeah, we was actually I had forgot all about it. We got the brothers together. We went over there. But what really um, we was um, he was he was actually introduced to speaker. Me and my wife was speaking uh, one Sunday at a visiting church, and uh, they picked him to introduce the speakers. And he got up, and I forgotten all about that. And mm-hmm. he he just broke down and said, "My pastor and and the men department came and got me. They did not leave me there." And I'm telling you, it just the church went up. You know, because that's that's ministry. That's ministry. You know, it ain't people don't really care how much you know. Is just they just need to know how much you care. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's just that's just you know. That's, I love that's it. it. Let me ask you this question, since I, I'm on a roll with this thing now. I'm getting all my own <laughs> concerns answered. Um, when it comes to mega churches, and I want to uh, get the prophetess to also chime in with this too, because mm-hmm. I understand mega churches to a point. I mean, I'm I'm a member of a huge church, but because I I have made sure that my pastor knows who I am and that I know him, I don't really. 
I don't get lost in the crowd of the 15, 10, 20,000 people because there's a personal relationship. But I worry about personal relationships because if you had, um, and I don't understand why people won't make a churches. I don't, I know they said, well, Jesus had all these thousands and thousands of people following him, but that was a totally different ministry. You can't compare your ministry to, to me, to Jesus' ministry. Because um, I think everybody is called to a certain type of members in a certain time. So give me your feedback on mega churches. Not trying to put them down. I just want to understand how do you reach your members when you have that many members. Okay. We'll let you go, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I personally have no, you know, um, everybody's ministry is not the same. So the Lord calls some to that and some, you know, um, the smaller to a smaller congregation, and he's called us to a smaller congregation at this point. And, um, and so we have the opportunity to know those that are there. We have the opportunity to see when you're not there, and we're able to come and see what's going on because of what. But um, to my understanding, some of the mega churches, they have to have these cell groups and different things they have set up um, where they're able to, where you're able to, I guess, if you need to talk to somebody. You may not get a chance to talk to the pastor, but you have the opportunity to speak with whoever, you know, whomever they have assigned at that mm-hmm. point. But um, it, it is, it, it, that could be a challenging ministry when you, you know, it, and I think it depends on the passion that you have for people as well, too, because uh, with me, I'm a, I'm a people uh, person. I'm a people I love to be hands-on. You know, sometimes people are like, you know, you, you're the pastor's wife, you need to sit. But I'm not a hat pastor's wife. I don't sit in the corner. <laughs> I don't, that's just what I'm called to. I'm hands-on. And so, mega for me, you know, when you're talking about 30,000 people, that would be much for me because I'm hands-on. I like to know who's around me. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, you'd be able to give them that personal, that one-on-one. But the Lord, call, he calls different ones to different, you know, they have different callings. And some are just called to do that. And if that's what God calling them to, then, you know, they just have to walk in their calling and hopefully they have things that are set up that are in place. And everybody can't do mega churches, and I think you have to even be called to be a member to a mega church. I, I was going to say that. That's that, true. Yeah, because we have some that have came to us and said, "I went to such and such church, and it was just too big. You know, it was too mm-hmm. much. I, I didn't get a chance to see the pastor. I wanted to shake my pastor's hand, you know, and I couldn't do that, and so they left the church. So um, that, to me, it says you just was not called to that membership, and the Lord has yeah. those that are called to be a mega church. Some people just don't want to be bothered. So they seek out <laughs> the mega churches, you know. And yeah, then some yeah. need that one on one. So I just yeah. think is, you know, the Lord people have pastors have different callings and different anointings and um and as well as the people. People have different needs and different desires and so um those that are called to those ministries then that's where they go, but there are some that just can't do mega. And so the Lord will place them somewhere else. But I think he just has, you know, which is diverse and the Lord just has these different you know, avenues for different groups of people. Mm-hmm. You answered that question so eloquently. I couldn't have asked for a better answer. I love it. If I were around you, I'd give you a hug. Because I'm like, good answer, good answer, like on Family Feud kind of thing. But, yeah, you did. You you gave such a godly answer. You weren't bashing. You weren't trying to, you know, give your own personal opinion other than, um, different pastors are called to different ministries, and then people fail to remember what you said. They don't. They don't get that part. And members are called to different pastors. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's enough for every pastor that's called. There are enough members and people. Like, we exactly. have so many churches. Yeah, but God, you know, it's no surprise to him. He knew that Memphis, Tennessee would be a city that had 23,000 million churches because he understands <laughs> we also have, you know, a thousand million different issues that need to be addressed. Exactly. And exactly. that we have all these personalities that deserve and desire different pastors who bring messages differently, as long as they're not compromising God's word, they're not adding to it, they're not taking from it, then I'm like, you know what, if God's good with it, I'm certainly good with it. So I mm-hmm. love how you all are so loving with your answers and, because ah, I'm like, with pa- you know, I'm here being, don't say nothing negative, you're a pastor, you're supposed to always find the love highway and take that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing that. That was good. I need to write that down. The love highway, okay? I take no credit for it, I promise you. I take no credit for it. So I just want you guys to just, you know, talk, to, to tell me something, to ask me something, to share, um, you know, what God has put on your heart to share. Like I said, my, my show is not scripted. I leave it open for God to be God and for words to go out that, you know, God has placed certain people to listen to this show, and they need a word. Well, well, well. Well, we uh, one one thing that I do know, uh, we we are we are definitely living in at the time with you know to just even address a lot of things that's happened in the world, and uh, it's a lot of things that are happening. We see changes even in the weather. We just, oh my God, uh, just. Just looking at listening at news and looking at news uh, these last couple of weeks, and uh, it's just you know a lot of things are happening, a lot of things are taking place even in the uh, around, and so you know, but 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 it's time for revival. That that's the thing that the Lord the Lord puts from my heart is just that we it's it's time to pray for revival, a revival, and even in that revival unity where we come together as one. And, and and churches and all of us are on on the same page, crying out to God because uh, God, He's the only one that's able that can turn things around and make things uh, make things right. And so so um, one one of the scriptures that uh, so dear my heart is Second Chronicles seven, and uh, He said that if my people which are called by my name, if they will humble themselves. And and so that's, he's talking to the church. You know, he's talking to the church, the church, you know, and how he must really value prayer and return back to the altar of God and, 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 and lay there and stay there until change takes place. You know, we're getting up too quick. You know, we're getting up and, and we got a lot of other things that, that, that have, have taken the appetite away uh, where we we're, we're focusing, we're craving the things that the world is craving now, and and going out the things that God wants us to be, uh, not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. And so uh, we we're getting up, we're getting up too quick. We're we're getting up from uh, uh, from prayer, but but God is calling us back to our knees uh, and laying before the Lord, and and uh, all that's um, that's one of the things that you really don't hear. You know, uh, all night prayer, all night shut in. You know, and uh, we're just laying, just just closing and just getting in your bed before here. And and uh, God, God needs to hear us. God needs to hear us cry. Him and he says, "People which are called by my name, if they will humble themselves and pray 
and seek my face and turn from their wickedness. You know, here, here, we wish some here. Here, forgive us and promise we heal. This is just opportunity uh, to just really cry out to God and let God, let God be God. So that that's the that's the word that's the word that I've been uh, hearing every morning when I get up, and you know, and so. We just, um, and that's where we are. We really just position the church, you know, that, you know, it's time to pray. You know, it's really time to just really just labor for the Lord and, and cry out to him. And, and, and we'll see change in our home. We'll see change in our finances. We'll see change, you know, in our, uh, even on our job. We'll, we'll see change, you know, in those areas. So that, that's my that's my that's my take on that. Mm, all right, I love that. And that's the second time that on the show this week that someone has quoted that same scripture about us, if we would just call out on his name. And he tells us exactly what to do. Is this, is that, is repent, and then he will, because we miss yes. it some kind of way. We want to do one or the other, but you got to do all of it. Yes, 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 yes. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I'm not going to come in until I hear from Prophetess, but I do want to say when you say we're getting up too soon, wow, wow. Yes, yes yeah. That was he, deep he, for me. Yes, he said um, over in the, when when Jesus was at the in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said he said, "Can you not pray with me one hour?" <laughs> what what we we're going to sleep? The church is going yep. to sleep. We're going to sleep, and and uh, we're 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 you know. We 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 don't have that personal time with God. There's a secret time. Uh, Psalms ninety one said, "He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, that mm-hmm. that's a secret place." And so in that secret place, that that's a consecrated place. That's a meditated place. And so we're getting up. We're getting up from our knees. We're getting up from the altar quick, where we you know, <coughs> and and we're going after things and you know our, our own craze, you know, because you know. Yeah, a lot of things that we want and we desire, you know, and a lot of, you know, it, it, it makes sense. It's a good idea, but it needs to be a God idea, you know, a God mm-hmm. idea. So so those are some things that, that uh, the Lord was just pressing upon my heart this week as well, that it's time to pray. Wow. And don't get up too soon. Yes, Ooh. yes. Love it, love it. All right, Prophet Cynthia. <laughs> Just gonna piggyback off of what my husband was saying about the men are to always pray and um and I was telling him say, you know, we are to pray without ceasing and so we're in the spirit of um it's like we're in the spirit of faint, you know, we are to always pray. And um but we're in the in the spirit of faint. People are faint, we're giving up. And mm-hmm. so um the Lord is trying to burst that prayer back into us that always pray. You can pray in season, you gotta pray out of season, you know. And so that's a that's a forever, that's an ongoing thing. It has to be a continual thing because when we take breaks then it, it gives the enemy he gets all in our in our break places. And so yeah. when you when you take breaks then the enemy comes in and he's working while you're on your downtime. And so we don't have time to have downtime. It's not a season for downtime. We're losing our children. Um, you talk about the divorce rates in the churches, and you know, and it's like we're saying it now, like it's a cliche. You know, all the divorce rate in the church is so high now, and and it's just like it, it's becoming a part of us. But um, as saints, as children of God, 
we have to, you know, some of this stuff should irritate us to a place that it puts us on our knees and say, Lord, we're not going to have it saying that our children, church children, are the worst ones around. We're not going to have it saying that, you know, that the divorce rate in the church is high needs in the world. But when does the church take a stand? When do we stand in the gap and go before the Lord for some direction? And how do we lead the people back to you? And so as leaders of God, you know, as pastors, pastors, it's time for pastors to get on their knees. Because sometimes as leaders, we put the people on their knees, and we're not mm-hmm. in the prayer meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the pastor's not there in the prayer meeting. You don't see the pastor in the prayer meeting. We send the, the, pray, we send the, um, the intercessors out now. And so the intercessors are doing all the praying. And so, you know, when you have the prayer meeting, then you can't find the leaders because we're too busy. We're doing other things. You know, we're finding other things to do. And um, the Lord called us to lead first. And you have to lead the people into prayer. And so, you know, I want to encourage pastors, you know, to lead the people back to their needs. It's time for us as leaders to get on our knees, you know, and to stand in the gap, to, you know, to cry out before the Lord for his people, mm-hmm. you know, to lay on the altar for his people. You know, the pastor's got to lay there because we lead by an example. And so we're trying to put the people in a place that we don't even want to go. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and that's what the Lord is calling. He's calling his leaders. He's calling his leaders to reposition. You have to. We have to open our eyes and see that, People are, are being, you know, their homes are being broken in our church. We have to open our eyes and see and open our mouth and say, no, this is not the plan of God. It's not the plan of God. And so you have to have things in place to help our marriages, to help our singles, to hold on, you know, to, to, give, you know, to give them that hope that God is with them. God will help them to withstand. You don't have to bow down to the tricks of Satan. You don't have to turn tricks. And, you know, you don't have to just do anything because you're in a place of loneliness. But we have to be able to minister to the total body, you know, the children and, and all of that. And so God would give you those ideas. He would give you that, that plan in prayer. It's going to come from prayer. Mm-hmm. So the Lord, he's, he's most definitely calling us to a place of prayer. That is so true, and, and I totally agree, and I was just getting so many downloads when you were speaking in my spirit. Oh, my goodness. First, okay, we, we definitely have to pray, and he, he brought it to my attention about, you know, people are, is this whole talk about the lesbian and gay society and how mm-hmm. much attention they're getting, but we're just sitting back. I mean, we're just sitting exactly. back allowing it to happen, when, um, and then, you know, everybody has their own opinion about it, but to, for me, and I'm not afraid to speak out, that's not God's way. Uh, that's not, not God's mm-hmm. way. So what we it's need to do, way. instead of just, you know, pushing them further and further away, we have got to start loving on these people. And now there's a mm-hmm. difference between acceptance and acknowledging or condoning it, but we are still exactly. called to love them because guess what? They're God's children. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. they're yes, God's they are. children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we got to find a way how to better love on these people that, because that's, that's what, to me, is all about, just being accepted and loved on. And they found mm-hmm. people, of course, who are unbelievers. And, but some believers believe that's okay. So I don't know where that comes from. But anyway, I'll leave mm-hmm. it alone. But we do have to become more bold <laughs> and more vigilant and not religious, because religious is the thing that's pushing people away from the church and away from God. Exactly. Or we get super mm-hmm. religious. So we've got to find a way how to just get back to the basics. Just do what is he gave us a book of instructions. Just do what he did. Mm-hmm. Just do what he did. Do what he says. And he said he doesn't even do anything unless God says. This is what Jesus was telling us. So mm-hmm. we got to do what God says. My goodness, people, it's so easy. And then on top of the prayer, and I want you guys to talk about this too, he said that you got to have works. Mm-hmm. You've got to have some works to go along with those prayers. But, of course, you got to know when, and that's what we hear from the Holy Spirit. 
And so that was my soapbox. Because <laughs> I'm like, we can all, it's, it's work to do. We're all part of the body of Christ. And every job that he's gifted us to do it is valuable. It is valuable. Mm-hmm. It takes all of us to make this thing turn around. Mm-hmm. It does. And that's what you guys are doing over in Carneyville at Greater Works every day. Every day you are seen outside the church on Sundays. You're not just in in church saying, come to us, come to us, come to us. I, what mm-hmm. I hear from Destiny, what I'm hearing you all say, we're out. We're out mm-hmm. and we're going to them. And that's what, you know, that's what the Bible says, go out. Mm-hmm. 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 In fact, yeah, wait until they out. come to you. He said go out into Judea, mm-hmm. Samaria, and Jerusalem. He said go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Y'all the preachers, not me. I'm just having this conversation. <laughs> oh, you go on there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get passion when people are not doing anything and they want to say, you know, they have all these excuses. But God has done all of this for us. You are equipped mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make a yeah. difference in somebody's life. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. So what do you say to people when they say, well, Pastor, I, I, don't, I can't speak as eloquently as you. I don't have any money. I don't have a car. I, don't, I mean, they just come up with all these excuses why they can't help build the kingdom. Mm-hmm. How can we help them? How can we light a fire under them? How can we get them to see, well, baby, if you can't go downtown to minister, why don't you try your own home? Why don't you pick up the phone and call somebody, you know, that you know that may need to worry? It's not about you know, offer them the, the prayer to to be saved because God will put that on your heart when you're supposed to do that. It's just about encouragement. It's about inspiration. It's about reaching out to people and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. I was right. just, you know, you, you they put on your heart for some reason. Right, right, right. I think I think that even, you know, even with that, uh, um, and, that and that's so important because, see, uh, you, you may not, you, you probably don't have a car even to go and do, you know, a lot of outreach, but it starts in your home. It's somebody in around you and, and, and somebody around you that you can just share that simple message. And, and a lot of times it's just that you, you just, that person knowing that you care about them, you care about them. And a lot of times that just open up. That'll open up when people know that, they, that you care about them and, and they can trust you, they will open the book. They they will invite you in, you know. They 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 feel confident, and and, uh, and 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 they'll invite you in, and they'll ask you, uh, what do I need to do about this, and how how can I uh, uh, handle this, or what have you. But it, it'll open up, and that's opportunity for you to go in, and you know, all all the way. So many uh, that uh, uh, sometimes people want to hear people wants to hear how you. Uh, he 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 the love of God, and without quoting scripture, it's a way that you can share the word of God without even quoting scripture. Just just talking and sharing, just you know, they can they can actually see the work uh, of, of Christ in your heart, you know. And if I'm reading the Bible, even when you read you read the word, but then when you demonstrate, you're demonstrating. The word of God is well, and that's more powerful. And, and so we encourage the people. Even on on Tuesday night Bible study, you know, we we saying that when we get when we uh, re- receive all that, we receive that word on Sunday morning, that excitement, 
or the empowerment, you know. It's not for, for it to just sit in you and lie dormant. It'll make you sick if you don't. You don't release it, but you have mm-hmm. to release that word. You have to be able to pull out everything that has been given to you. You are held accountable to release it into somebody else. You can't hold it in. You can't every Sunday you just take it in, you take it in, you take it in, but you don't release. You don't release. It. And so, and I think I think uh, uh, the church sometimes they lose is uh, uh, lose uh, their 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 motive when they are. They, when they don't release or when they don't share or when they don't go and tell other people about uh, uh, the goodness of Jesus Christ. You know, and you, you have to go, you know. And when you when you release it, then you come to church that, that, that Sunday or that Tuesday night and you get refilled. But, you know, but, you know people want, to, want God to fill them up. Sorry. <laughs> Give me more. And it's like you ain't released. That last word I gave him, you know. And so yeah, so so those are some things that that uh we really want to get the people in the uh in the motive the the, mo- the motive of, of of reaching out and sharing it and, and releasing that word and encouraging, you know, just calling even the Facebook, you know, just you know, just uh just just putting a message on Facebook saying, you know, uh that Jesus loves you, there is hope, you know. And, and, you know, so many different ways that you can share the word of God, and and, and right there in your home, on your phone, mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. And different things like that. So, yes, ma'am. I like listening to pastor telling people how to use social media for the kingdom. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where everybody is. Why not? Yeah. That's what I use it for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they on social media talking about. Uh, you know, they you know they want to send a message to somebody, and they talking in parables, and you know, uh, <laughs> give, giving somebody the, uh, their their the, with a piece of their mind. You know, wow, you know th- we can really turn this thing around, and this is a this this is a platform that God has given, uh, given each one. You know, we can take this platform, and 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 just that message can go all over the world. You know, mm-hmm. all over the world, and it's just it's awesome, really awesome. That's beautiful, beautiful. That's true, and might as well use it. You know, like you said, you're using it for the world. Why not use it to build kingdom, and not right. in a churchy or religious way? Because that that's what turns the people off that we need to reach mm-hmm. the most is when we yeah. come off so righteous and holier than thou that. Um, you know, we lose people. We we lose opportunities to really help that person that we really need to help. Right, Because mm-hmm. right. I admire how you all are really being, becoming trailblazers because um, as first lady and pastor and co-pastor, I mean, you're allowing your members to do to do other things that will bring the world into the church. Some people may frown on that and say, you know, I don't know why people put Christians in this box that we can't do certain things, but God tells us exactly what we can't do. So right. if you can't show it to mm-hmm. me in the Bible, you need to keep it happening. <laughs> we're so, I mean, we're supposed to be the salt of the earth. We're supposed to flavor the earth. We're supposed to show mm-hmm. them how you do a fashion show. How do you have a great party with you know without liquor and mm-hmm. compromising through your dancing? Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't say Joseph dance out of his clothes. I mean, David yeah. dance out of his clothes. Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I was in the world. I was excited, you know, and I was I dancing, you 
Hosea, 
And I love mm-hmm. that story. People, I had to find them. I'm like, we go read Hosea to, to hear all about that love story. Woo-wee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like that when you said that even how mad we give up too quick. Yeah. You know, even in marriages and different things. And we tell them at the church, the Lord, he hates divorce. And so why is it just so easy for us in the church to just walk away and the Lord never walks away from us. And we cheat on him so many times. And, you know, we talk to him all kind of ways. And we get mad at him, you know, refuse to um, communicate with him. We don't want to pray. We don't, you know, and, and so, but even with us, with our own spouses, we just, we can't take anything. We don't can't want to tolerate it. anything because of he because he don't agree that I should buy these shoes today. You know, just simple things. <laughs> she didn't cook my dinner the way I liked it. And we just walk away from, we had the craziest thing. And, you know, yeah, we, we walk, away, walk from. away from for no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. For no reason. So I think, you know, the often the churches need to be encouraged to build these different, you know, seek God for these different programs in your churches. We have a marriage ministry in our church. Um, and, you know, we're trying to divorce-proof and help people to divorce-proof their marriages. And yeah. um, so we have that marriage ministry, that forever together marriage ministry in our church. We have a singles ministry in the church it's called Singles Rest, Singles Resisting Every Sinful Temptation, um, you know, to encourage the singles that, you know, that um, you can hold on. You can hold on to God bless you with that mate. And if he does not, you know, you yet can hold on to God. You know, we, we have the, the youth ministry with um, my husband, even spearheads a boys ministry um, called From Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. And these are things that we have going on in the church. And I um, have a ministry called Blossoming Virtuously, and those are for girls ages 10 through 18 that help them grow in a pure way and, and encourage them that you can grow in a pure way because it's not okay for our girls to have babies and, and don't even know who the daddies are. And, you know, and, yeah. and they have to have somebody. They gotta have somebody, and so that's the thing. We can't just tell them not to do it. But children nowadays, you have to show them. You know, yeah. you have to be hands on with them. You know, back in our days, they said you cannot, and you know, you didn't get an explanation why. But you have to be able to <laughs> give them information now. You know, they got to know why and all this. And so we we try to do that even at the church to help um, with our women's ministry and, and men's ministry to help empower the people. Um, yeah, you, you have know, to have those open and transparent kind of conversations, though, but if people are covering up like they always have done the right thing, they never made a mistake, oh, they yeah. never were teenagers, and they never had to deal with hormones, mm-hmm. you got to come, come from a place of purity and transparency That's right. when you're dealing mm-hmm. with, with with people anyway, with everybody. You you don't just mm-hmm. come up there on your high horses. You're not going to help anybody. All they're going to oh, do no. is learn how to, mm-hmm. you know, be untruthful to you. They're going to learn how to yeah. lie. Be religious. Perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all are on the right track. I love all the ministries that you have. And so if you do become a mega church, you'll have people um, that are over it. You, don't, you know you can't be everywhere to everybody. Exactly. So you have to have mm-hmm. people that you, you know, made disciples and, and that they can do this thing. And everybody is, is felt, they feel the love and they feel a part of even a bigger ministry. So mm-hmm. um, God's will be done. I'm, I'm telling you, I I've enjoyed this conversation, and it is time for us to say see you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I really appreciate you taking the time, Apostle Joseph and Prophet Shirley yeah. McKinney. Thank you. you all have blessed me, and I just want to encourage everybody to tell everybody, listen to the archives. This show is available 24-7, and I just thank you for your time and, and what you're doing and your saying yes. I appreciate and respect and am grateful that you said yes to God's will in your life. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) 
Thank you thank so you much. God. Thank, thank you. Yes. God bless you. As always, everybody, always remember think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.